Logistics is transforming our lives and the way we do business in today's ever-changing economy. If your company or community thrives on the quality of your logistics, then we'll give you a peek behind the curtains to the topics and people who are driving this exploding industry. You're listening to the Logistically Speaking GT Podcast, produced by Global Trade Magazine and sponsored by the World Economic Development Alliance. You can listen to all our GT podcasts at www.globaltrademag.com or join the thousands that have downloaded our app in the Apple iTunes Store. Now, here's our publisher and our host, Eric Kleinsorge. Eric Kleinsorge. I want to welcome all of our GT Podcast listeners to this exciting episode of Logistically Speaking. I'm your host, Eric Kleinsorge, and yes, it is still blazing hot here in Dallas, Texas. It's been nine straight days of 100-plus degree weather, so... Why not stick with the theme hot? I thought it'd be great to talk about one of the hottest topics in the nation right now, workforce. We here at Global Trade are fortunate here to work with cities all across the nation, and most of these cities are struggling with having enough good employees for new companies. And on the flip side, companies are challenged with finding great employees. Addressing the talent gap and finding the right hire for an open position is a challenge all of you business owners, hiring managers, and HR leaders know all too well. Think about it. The reality is that the wrong hire can impact the culture of an office, and an open position that lingers too long can eradicate the morale of current employees. It can actually end up costing your business tens of thousands of dollars through inefficiencies, lost productivity, and turnover. That's why I'm so excited to welcome Anthony Fletcher, CEO and founder of My Future Consulting, to the Logistically Speaking podcast today. Now, speaking to all of our listeners, if you've ever been burned by a bad hire or have ever accepted a position that wasn't right for you, I know you'll relate to today's podcast. And let's face it, that's just about all of us. Please join me in welcoming Anthony Fletcher to our program so we can learn how to avoid these shortfalls and better unlock the potential of our organizations, our employees, and ourselves. Anthony, welcome to the show. Hey, Eric. Thank you so much. Greatly appreciate the invitation to participate in today's podcast. I am beyond excited. So here at My Future Consulting, you know, we connect talented professionals with careers at companies and organizations where they not only receive a paycheck, but more importantly, they can thrive. We're more than what most people think of when they think of an executive search firm or an employment agency. Our sole focus is on the importance of people and the positive impact and value that they can deliver to an organization. Think about it. No matter what industry you work in, what is your most valued asset? Contrary to what most may think, which is technology, although it's important to the success of a company, Eric, I'm here to tell you it's people. In my 20-plus years of experience working with Fortune 50 companies, I've seen it time and time again. It is the people that separate the good companies from the great ones. Sure, technology has its place, but people are ultimately the differentiator. As an executive search firm, our sole objective is to place the right person in the right role within the right culture at the right cost. 
that's proven to be a winning formula for us and certainly a win-win for both the organization and the candidates that we represent. How this comes to life at My Future Consulting is reflected in the time invested and really getting to know our clients, which includes their business model, their needs, the culture, their highly regarded leaders, uh, and their business goals. This enables us to create a story that will appeal to the high potential candidates that we have in our expansive network to find the right candidate for that particular position. That's why My Future Consulting has an industry-leading employee retention rate of 93%, which means that 93% of the candidates we help place not only remain with their new employer, but more importantly, they're thriving in their new roles. You know, that's amazing and a statistic you guys should be proud of. But, you know, I loved how you put it and that people are the most valuable asset differentiating good companies from great companies. So how do you feel a company's approach identifying the best talent and retaining that talent is implemented on a day-to-day basis? Sure. Let me start by saying, you know, this is truly the ultimate challenge in today's market, as this is unquestionably one of the most competitive job markets in recent years. It is a pattern I've witnessed numerous times, especially when the unemployment rate is low like it is today. But even in times of higher unemployment, there's always competition for top talent, and even the most coveted employers can struggle to retain high-potential, top-tier talent. Most companies have a strong succession and retention strategy, and contrary to what most people believe, a retention strategy, Eric, that only emphasizes pay is doomed to fail. It's not always about the money for candidates. Research states that employees tend to leave their positions in pursuit of things such as greater work-life balance, shorter commute times, competitive benefits, and improved job satisfaction. We should also never underestimate the impact that cultural fit and interpersonal relationships play in retention and job satisfaction. People spend most of their waking day at work. I want to repeat that. People spend most of their waking day at work. They want to like the people they work with and for. So with that in mind, an organization definitely needs to consider the functional experience and skills needed to be successful at a job, but also look at the entire organizational picture to better understand what they can offer an employee. I challenge my clients to be honest about their organizational culture and recognize the hiring process is much more dynamic than they realize. You don't want to lose a top-tier employee or candidate, Eric, because you're holding on to traditional norms of running a business. And so companies and organizations realize the importance of gauging us as partners. Many have extended invitations for us to visit their facilities, meet their personnel, hear their stories. And this is very, very important to us as it arms us with the necessary information and insights that we can eventually share with the top talent that we're making an effort to recruit. And I can't underscore how important this step is in the recruitment process. Ultimately, this is what enables My Future Consulting to provide superior service and results to our clients. 
So, you know, there's a lot of different industries across the nation, and they're all faced with finding the right talent. And it's got to be challenging in, in a couple of areas, finding the right amount of time to research the talent pool and really just keeping up with their competition. I can't even imagine how overwhelming that is. How does my future consulting address those challenges? Well, first, Eric, you are 100% correct. Finding the right candidate is challenging for a number of reasons. First, most companies do not allocate the right resources, both in numbers and skills, to effectively source talent. Depending on the size of the organization and how their HR department is structured, in addition to recruitment, man, think about it. An HR manager could be required to manage organizational development and training, compliance, benefits, employee relations. I mean, and the list just goes on and on. So just like everyone else within the organization, your human resource managers or your recruiters are likely tasked to do more with less, a theme that I'm sure you're quite familiar with as well as a business owner. <laughs> so while working on multiple projects and job requisitions at one time, it can be extremely, extremely challenging. So when things get busy, as they sometimes do, or when things begin to, quote, unquote, hit the fan, where do you think recruitment falls? That's right, to the bottom of the list, especially any recruitment that targets what we call passive candidates, those potential candidates who may not be actively seeking a new role but may be open to new possibilities. And many organizations use a shared service model for human resources, which means the talent acquisition could be supporting multiple departments and numerous open requisitions at a given time. As many as 200 open positions assigned to one single recruiter. So when you consider that for one of these positions, I want to kind of walk you through the process for a typical recruiter. The recruiter needs to create a job description, post the open job on a job board, which we refer to as the post and pray methodology. We post it and we pray that at least one or two qualified of the 300 uh, <laughs> that applied are qualified. Then they review these resumes. They have to pre-screen candidates, schedule interviews, gather feedback, manage negotiations, and more. You recognize that this is nearly an impossible task. So imagine going through this process for 50-plus openings. Anyone who has applied for a job has no doubt been played by the waiting game. And anyone who has had an open position on their team surely recognizes the frustration that comes with delays and filling it. So the longer the position is left open, the more you risk losing the best candidates, the greater impact the vacancy has on the productivity and the morale of the existing team, and the more you risk rushing into a bad hire. So every day that position is open, an organization is facing an opportunity cost that has real impacts on productivity and cost. And I refer to that as the cost of vacancy. So there's a lot of time spent on time to present as a, as a critical metric for our, our employers. But the cost of vacancy, in my humble opinion, is the most critical metric. So as an example, if, if a sales position is open in the market for three months 
and a company stands to lose $100,000 per month in revenue, now we're talking $300,000 for the quarter, probably makes absolute sense to partner with a company that can fill that position as we have for others within a 20 to 30 day time frame. Uh, and using that example, you could potentially save or increase your revenue by $200,000. So that cost of vacancy is very, very important. And time and time again, it's, it clearly covers the cost of any investment that you would make in partnering with a search firm. So at My Future Consulting, we have the luxury of not having to worry about all of the other day-to-day distractions, internal talent acquisition teams or hiring managers face and are only focused on one goal, and that's finding the right person for that open position. That's it, Eric. That's our sole objective. And so when you consider the cost drag of an open role of an organization, the incremental expenses of working with a firm like ours makes absolute sense to partner with uh, a search firm. And if you can't find one, Eric, I have a recommendation for you on <laughs> <laughs> my future consulting. So seriously, Eric, if it's, it's not just about how quickly a search firm can help you find the right candidate, although my future consulting does have a record time to present, but also making sure it's the right candidate so you don't have to start again at square one in a few months. That's why we are extremely proud of our 93% retention rate. Yeah, and I think that's that's so important. And you kind of hit on the fact that it's best to let experts what they do best so that a, a business can focus on what they do best. And even identifying today's personalities and we have a whole group of new employees coming into the workplace that we call millennials, and they can be challenged. They, ha- they have their own challenges. So what would you say that the three most critical factors or challenges are when you guys are recruiting the millennial workforce? So, you know, when, when trying to recruit the millennial workforce, you know, I believe companies need to focus on what I call the critical, the three critical C's, culture, connectivity, and communication. So we'll start with culture. Unlike other generations, millennials have placed an emphasis on companies having a vibrant, lively, engaging culture that appeals to all ethnicities, genders, races, etc. Unlike baby boomers, where having a healthy culture was welcome and appreciated, the difference is that millennials expect it and would not accept anything less. It is truly a factor in whether they'll decide to accept the job offer or not. Culture is always a part of the hiring equation, and you can't just talk the talk uh, or show them a company pamphlet with the, that's comprised of people with different skin color or different genders. You will need to provide real-life examples of how you embrace the differences of all people, irregardless of their background. The next one is connectivity. This drives retention. How connected am I to the organization? Do I feel valued? Do I have a voice in the decisions that are being made? Am I engaged, consulted with on critical matters? Is there a vehicle to extend support to the community on matters that mean something to me? Very, very, very important. And then the final C is communication. This is a big one, Eric. How often are you communicating 
What vehicle or method are you using to communicate? What are you communicating? In this regard, they are very high maintenance, which is a bad thing. Texting, even during the recruitment process, is encouraged, welcome, and appreciated. Depending on the job, social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram are acceptable in attempting to identify solid candidates. What I find interesting, all other generations have adapted. Sending and receiving text messages in the late evenings have become common practice. Extending job offers, negotiation, unofficial, of course, have been administered via text. It's crazy. Think about it. You're texting salary negotiations. <laughs> it's unheard of. In the past, that was always done uh, in a face-to-face form. Additionally, the social media networking takes place primarily through social media networking groups. The face-to-face meeting at the bar happens, but not as it did 10 to 15 years ago. This makes recruiting extremely challenging because you must be present and good at both. Yeah, uh, that is so true. You know, let's talk straight to our hiring managers and and how they're improving or can improve their hiring process. So how much does company culture impact that process? Well, Eric, you know, as I mentioned before, culture is incredibly important. The reality is not everyone is a fit for every organization, and it's important for both candidates and companies to be okay with that. I also encourage both internal hiring teams and candidates to be candid when asking or describing an internal culture. After all, if someone doesn't like the culture of their employer, they're likely to begin looking for another job. In addition to culture, I think diversity continues to be an area where hiring managers can truly help move the needle in their respective companies. Diversity means you bring in a variety of thoughts, belief systems, backgrounds, perspectives, etc. And I'm not simply talking about male, female, black, white, LGBTQ, uh, et cetera, although we could spend an entire segment on how many of these voices continue to be underrepresented in our workplace, but also consider diversity of experience, diverse different industries, backgrounds, veteran hiring, representation across different generations. The point is there's so much diversity in our workforce, and I'd love for the corporate conference room to look more like America. Yeah, and I think, you know, as we develop as a nation and we broaden that workforce, I think that's so important. But one of the things you guys have done uh, at My Future Consultant, I know you serve, as we've talked, serve a variety of industries, eight really to be exact. And in those industries, you've really earned yourself and separated yourself with some awards and recognitions. Why don't you tell us about, because I think that's a great thing to be able to brag about how it separates my future consulting from competitors. You know, Eric, I know it may sound cliche-ish, but our focus is on people and diversities. I know a lot of firms say it, but we truly live it and breathe it. It's proven to be a winning formula for us. We have earned the trust of our clients to where we can have very open discussion that's rooted in transparency and integrity. With regards to awards, as you would imagine, we are ecstatic, proud, and humbled by the recognition that we have received. 
you know, being recognized in two consecutive years as one of the top 20 employment agencies in Chicago, you know, compared to approximately 500 or so competitors uh, is an incredible feat. It places us in the top 2% nationally. That's a true blessing. We're very fortunate. We attribute the success to our strong passion to succeed, our commitment to the success of our clients, and the good fortune of working with some of the most highly revered companies in the world. When you're partnering with global leaders, you're working side-by-side with some incredible professionals and thought leaders. The level of excellence that's required to achieve such an award is incredible, and we look forward to delivering you know, the necessary performance results to, to kind of keep that streak going. So I'm hoping next year, if I'm fortunate to come back on your show, we can be talking about a three-peat. Oh, and I'm sure you will. You know, and, and as you said earlier, talking the talk is one thing. Walking the walk is even more important. And our, our listeners love to hear stories and success stories. So why don't you share with us one of your greatest success stories as it relates to one of your clients? Sure. You know, I think there's several success stories that have surely kind of propelled us to where we are today as a company. But I would say there's one in particular that that stands out. We received an unexpected call from a client that extended the invitation for our firm to partner with them uh, on their recruitment efforts with a focus on diversity. Uh, They are a global leader within their industry. Um, has a rich history of being successful. However, they struggle mightily uh, with identifying and securing the best diverse talent available in the marketplace. In fact, over a three-year period prior to the evolution of our partnership, they had had only one successful hire, a diversity hire, I should say, a statistic. You know, obviously, they were very uh, disappointed in, not happy with or proud of, uh, so they enlisted our help to change that trend uh, in a very dynamic way. Within the first year, we were able to secure the employment of six diversity leaders uh, or executives. And the second year, we were successful in placing seven more. So over a two-year period, we were able to place 13 high-level managers and executives in this firm And again, prior to our relationship or our partnership being established, they had only had one hire over a three-year period. So we're extremely happy, um, as you would imagine, with with that type of performance and that trend. And statistics aside, I think what made this a very special story, Eric, is that prior to receiving their invitation to partner, our firm had no previous experience in this industry, which speaks directly to both our commitment and our capability. We started off in the consumer package goods industry back in 2007, and have since had the opportunity to expand our presence in seven other industries, not including many not-for-profit organizations that we partner with. So if you're looking for a go-to partner to lead and or support your recruitment initiatives, look no further. My Future Consulting is here to serve. And yeah. always remember that your future is our priority. Absolutely. And that's one thing our listeners probably are sitting there thinking, is my company too small or is my company too large uh, that you can help them with? Is there really any kind of company that you can't help? Absolutely not. We've worked with 
mom and pop organizations all the way up to Fortune 50 companies. So we don't discriminate against any company. If you have a need that you feel that we can assist you with, uh, we're all in. And our commitment level doesn't vary. So we don't give greater attention because the company is Fortune 500 company versus a company that be could potentially even be a startup organization. You know, the fact that you called upon us and solicited our input, our insights, and our support, you know, that fact alone is what motivates us. We're excited about that. So, yes, if there's any company, regardless of the size, we're willing to help you if you've tapped on our door and identified us as a potential partner. Yeah, and extending on that, you know, just thinking of other small companies, you know, the impact of one employee is a lot greater than maybe in a workforce of 1,200 employees at a company. So I think that's even more critical the smaller you get. So I think your services are even more important. So if I can add one more thing, Eric, and and probably why it's important for a smaller company to reach out. Larger companies, let's face it, have more resources than smaller organizations. So they may have resources that they could go in and do research and provide insight into candidates, you know, the hiring practice, unlike the smaller organizations. And so the small organizations tend to try to figure it out on their own and tend to call us when they're, you know, swimming uh, in mud, if you will, (laughs) trying to, (laughs) trying to, you know, figure it all out. And what we say is don't put yourself through that pain. Call us, you know, our fees are negotiable. You know, we want to make it a win-win situation for both that organization and ours. And we've had tremendous success in doing so in the past. And I have no reason to believe that uh, that would be any, anything different should we receive a call from one of your viewers. Or your yeah. And, I, and, and I'm sure you're touching right into the heart of uh, several of our listeners out there. So if they want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to get in touch? They can t- get in touch with a number of ways so they can, you know, visit our website and gather more information about our, our company. And that website address is www.myfutureconsulting.com. Again, it's www.myfutureconsulting.com. Or they can call me directly. Our number here is 708-428-6462. Again, that number is 708-428-6462. Or by all means, feel free to send me an email directly. And my email address is anthony.fletcher at myfutureconsulting.com, anthony.fletcher, and that's F-L-E-T-C-H-E-R, at myfutureconsulting.com. Or if you're in the Chicagoland area, feel free to stop by the office. <laughs> we would <laughs> allow me to take you out to breakfast or lunch and talk about some of the challenges that you may be faced with and how we can potentially help alleviate those. Well, Anthony, I'll definitely take you up on that. You know, I want to thank you. You know, you've been a tremendous partner here of ours at Global Trade, and it's been fun working with you, learning more about your company. And it's really a valuable resource that I think people just don't think enough about taking advantage of. And and I think today we've kind of helped open their eyes to why it's important, how it's important, how it can benefit their company in the long run. And uh, so I want to thank you and I hope we get to invite you back to really expand even deeper on this subject because it it is so important and it's really a big topic in today's marketplace. 
So thank you. I agree, and thank you for the invitation to participate uh, in the podcast. I definitely enjoyed the uh, the conversation or the discussion, and hope to support you or in the future. Absolutely. So till next time, I'm Eric Kleinsword saying goodbye till we meet again on another exciting GT podcast of Logistically Speaking. You've been listening to the Logistically Speaking GT podcast. We want to thank all of our astute readers of Global Trade Magazine and thank all of our great advertisers that help make this possible. Remember, you can subscribe and find all our GT podcasts at www.globaltrademag.com. We hope you'll return next time for another great episode of Logistically Speaking. And don't forget, globaltrademag.com's daily news and information is ranked number one by Google.